0: Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, and the Gurkha Cigar Studio in beautiful British Columbia, welcome to the Smoking Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Mitchell Santaga.
1: And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yeah. another episode of the Smoking yeah. Tobacco yeah. Show. I am Matt Tobacco of SmokingTobacco.com. I'm live in the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios once again, and I'm joined once again, finally, uh, not only on the show, but smoking with me again. The stars have aligned. Uh, and Mitchell Santaga is back at full strength with me. Mitchell, good to see you. Although this is one of your last shows with us, so um we gotta we gotta make I'm these back, count. Baby.
0: For I'm now, back, baby. For now for now. Yeah, I, I don't think we've told the public. About no, this, we, we, but, haven't, uh, we haven't. We haven't. It, it's it's been you know, we it's might...
1: been it's been very busy over here at Smoking te- Tobacco te- the last teaser free, weeks. Teaser free,
0: rumor free, and maybe not really, but um you know uh, I probably only have about two or three more shows left in me um not because i i, I want to I, I wish i could stay here but uh unfortunately the stars well it, obviously in the last month it's been very hectic in terms of even me getting on but uh, uh as many of you know who watch uh, relatively uh often i i do have a small child and uh we're just having a real tough time finding uh a babysitter for this time and uh getting in getting in that evening for for me i'm on the west coast so time wise it's just much earlier. It's kind of like this, like right before dinner to like right after dinner time, where nobody really wants to do that shift. And uh, yeah, uh, we're we're gonna be. It's all good. It's all good. Kevin, it's, you know It's what? all good. It's There's... all good.
1: We uh, we have a personnel change. Uh, we have our very own Kevin Acuff will be joining us. The show will be moving to 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and Kevin Acuff will be joining me on the show after the new year and, uh, as well as on spare notes where he already is. So Kevin's going to be full time on all the shows with me. So if you watch all of our, um, if you watch all of our shows, then it'll be me and Kevin on every episode and then yep. we'll be on spare notes with us. And uh, Mitchell I'm, may pop in and out from time to time. I'm
0: going to try to pop in on spare notes and maybe on a few Wednesday shows here and there for sure. Like, um, and, uh, you know, I know it's, I know it's a year away, but, uh in in about a year my schedule will be drastically changing and i am going to attempt to make it work around possibly coming back on the show if uh if that works out for the smoke and tobacco team so it might not be a long hiatus i might be back um but uh but no promises
1: Oh man! So, all right, I love I love the comments, and I, I have to address some of the things in the comments here tonight because this is gonna be this is gonna be a good show, and I'm of already course. excited. I have several things to talk about. We have a guest with us who's waiting in the green room, and I don't want to keep him too long, but uh, I'm gonna keep him there for just a moment. Um, first of all, I want to give a, a, a an update to us. Yes, Mitchell will be leaving the show for now, and Kevin will be taking his spot. So I do look forward to having Kevin on here, and just kind of seeing how that dynamic goes um end of the year stuff we're not really talking about it yet the team is still working on the end of the year stuff um so we'll probably get into that after the new year in January uh just because we are a little bit backed up Mike I it's all right so I'm gonna address this because people have asked me this before I actually got this from Carney uh I have my own but I I learned about this from Carney. Uh, many people who watch the show probably notice that I always, I always have this thing that I'm smelling, and it's the Vicks VapoHaler. It's be pretty much like essential oils, and it just kind of helps. It's dry. It's dry right now. It's cold. It's dry. I'm a little stuffy just because of the, It's that time of year. And it just kind of helps, helps me breathe a little bit better, and it's nice, and it's very refreshing. So that's what that's what this is in my nose. It's not cocaine. I don't do drugs. It's not,
0: pure, it's not like pure, just smelling salts. You're just shoving right up in there.
1: No, it's, it's minty. Waking yourself it's, it's, up. It's, it's very minty, and it's nice, and it it just gives a nice little refresh. It kind of helps clear out a little bit. It's 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 awesome when you um when it, when it's a little extra stuffy. But that so that's what that is, Mike. Don't. Don't worry. Uh, no and Mitchell, you, no show. Yeah, I, I know no we're we're working on that. Shout out. Shout out to my Wait. boy Ryan back, by the way. I just I want to I just want to point this out because Ryan is somebody that I work with. And Ryan's a great dude. And he, he does pop in from time, to time. He's not a cigar smoker, but he he supports the show because he supports me. And um, I like when he comes by to comment because we have some inside jokes and uh, it, it's fun to see them. uh <laughs> To see them come out on the show, so as uh, so Has is, uh, it has Ryan. it started snowing there yet? <laughs> um, it it we're supposed to get some snow tonight. Uh, we I had a sprinkle a lot, two
0: days but... ago. We had a sprinkle of snow. I think we're getting a we didn't sprinkle stick tonight. Around, but I think we are. Didn't stick around.
1: Yeah, I think we are. Um, the other thing is, um, so Nicole and I are actually going to be moving because we are, are moving into our our brand new home. And, um, so there is going to be a week, what week are we doing that? I think it's the week after Christmas or the week of, uh, I think it's the, the show's on the 27th. Um yeah. I might be there, but I have set the show up so that I do not need to be in attendance. Um, so that I can focus on moving in and setting up my, my new house and my new lounge inside my house. I have a beautiful lounge inside the house that I'm going to be um i own well, my own room downstairs uh it's going to be a, a lounge and uh as well as our, our our studio in the house and then right around the corner from that room there's going to be a walk-in humidor it's going to be awesome uh we, we we found this house that we love and uh and we we you know we're going to be moving into it so i need some time i need some time to, to get in there and get it all set up um so long story short mitchell and um Mitchell and John McTavish, actually, the two Canadians. That's right, the two Canadians. Canadian takeover. Are going to take over the Smoking Tobacco Show, and they're going to do a Cuban cigar episode. So if that is your thing, uh, I would tune in, because that's going to be the Cuban cigar episode that we do. Um, And they'll talk all about them, uh, compare them to New World as Canadians who, you know, obviously have access to Cuban cigars on the reg, but also smoke a lot of New World stuff. This is going to be a lot of conversation there, so don't miss that show. Yep. I promise it's going to be awesome. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's it for announcements that need to be made. So, uh, yeah, man.
0: I <laughs> can't wait. Hey, and, and uh, uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the show while you're at it, guys. Let your friends know that absolutely. we are watching the best podcast on Wednesday night.
1: That's right. right. Don't forget to like and subscribe on all of the podcast app platforms as well as our YouTube channel. And while you're at it, don't forget to go to com. For more news reviews and updates from the cigar industry. Now, without further ado, I don't want to leave this guy waiting too much longer because he's one of the best there Maybe is. Getting cold. He's he's one of the best in the business. Um reigning champion right now uh from 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 the company who distributes um our 2022 cigar of the year as well as our 2022 company of the year. He took home some hardware for 2022 last year. He was on the show with us um Almost a year ago now, and he's coming yeah. back. He's going to talk about was some— a year ago. Yeah, just about. Just about. It was last December. I don't know if to the day, but it was last December. It was around Christmas. Uh, he is finally here to talk with us again after they had another exciting year. If you follow our PCA and TPE trade show coverage, you'll already know that. It's the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend. It's Oliver Nouveau. Of United Cigar, Oliver. Welcome back to the show.
2: Welcome. What a nice welcoming. Thank you so much. What's going on, guys? I thought, you know what the way you guys were going? I thought you were gonna just kind of bring me in at around the uh, seven thirty or eight thirty mark.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. no nice we we back we definitely got a we definitely got a little bit of a late start tonight, but that's okay. We were we were we were having a great time, and and um. Just kind of got caught up in some awesome conversation, but that happens. That happens. What you got there?
2: So this at the dollar store. This is Himalayan uh, smelling salt, but kind of the same see? thing that you have. See, all so you gets can't. It. You can't see. You can't see the label because it's in my. You know, it's been in my pocket. It's been more So I don't really do it when I smoke cigars, and because it is a strong like eucalyptus, minty yeah. smell. So it can affect the retro. But in between cigars. Or, or just in general, it just kind of opens oh, up the airwaves.
0: A little palate cleanser right. there.
2: Yeah, a little palate cleanser. A little smelling salts between cigars.
0: I so, remember,
1: I remember when I first saw. So Carney uses these all the time, but he takes the wrapper like all the way off. So I just remember he had this white tube, and he would so casually in conversation be like, "Yeah, dude." So, um, and I went, I was like, "What right, is that?" No, 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 and he was like, no. "Oh, this." And then I was like, and then he told me, and I was like, "I gotta get one of those." And I got one, and I was like. Oh, this is so refreshing,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, no, nothing, nothing to see here. No,
1: no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. No. What's going on? What's going on?
2: Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's a good little good little piece to piece to have. I, I can't really say much like chapstick. I am of the uh, of the school of thought that uh, you don't apply or sniff in when you're making eye count, eye contact with another human being
1: that's true you know but i will say to get some of the basic essentials of getting through the cold weather is one of these and a stick of burt's bees you gotta get that burt's bees man don't let those lips mm-hmm. get dry i'll tell you and that's another thing that people don't talk about a lot but you've probably experienced this when your lips get all dry and cracked and you smoke a cigar. They tend to sting a little bit more from the oils and stuff mm-hmm. that are on the, the tobacco leaves. Um, so that's especially in the cold weather. That's a, if you're a cigar smoker, that's the last thing you want is your lips getting all dried and cracked out. So keep them hydrated because
2: this is this is a very metrosexual show. We're talking about uh, you know, well hygiene kind of and, care care and care
1: and, and lips. I, I I go with I just
2: lost my uh, <laughs> I think it's Aquaphor. <laughs> the Aquaphor, the the blue and white chapstick. That's what no, I yeah need. yeah yeah. I found Burt bees is just too waxy. If your lips are chapped, then it just like pulls the lip. So I, I, I I'll, stopped using those
0: to do it. I'll, I'll apply a large amount and then I'll take a tissue and then wipe it and it creates this perfect, just like seal. That's what, that's what happened to our
2: generation.
1: I know what happened. What happened? <laughs> we're talking about lip care and you're the one where you're the one wearing a, a pinkish shirt, too.
2: I, I am. I am i Warden
1: uh whatever it's called uh Warden. You. you you do look I, I will cool. say on, on, and again not to keep this metrosexual uh and in a non weird way but you know I we I see at the trade show all the time and you know that's for manufacturers and people such as yourselves at the show I mean it, yeah it's a it, it's a it's an important event you know you, you dress well you know you're there for business got to say Oliver is on his game all the time. I remember last year at the trade show, you had on this like cream-colored three-piece suit with like a nice shirt, a colorful tie, the pocket square. I mean, you had all you had the whole thing, and I was like, "Damn, this dude's over here <laughs> looking like fucking." <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you look like uh, what's his name from Fantasy Island, Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> I
2: was He's like, dad, but...
1: "Damn!" <laughs> and I remember going over to yeah. Herklotz, and I was like, "Listen, I know you're Mr. Fashion in this industry, but..." Oliver Nouveau from United Cigar, I got He's got you beat today, and he was just like, "Huh, bro." <laughs>
2: I'll give him credit. He can do the. He can do the full Windsor. He's a little bit shorter, so those ties he can do a full Windsor. I can only do a half, half Windsor. now. but uh, but yeah. Look, I I, I get dressed up uh, out of respect for the you know, the retailers. Um, yeah, to just let them. You know, let them let them come into uh, an environment where we respect the cigar, we respect the brand, and we respect them. So, want to want to look, you know, look look good, the best I can. You
0: look gotta good, let them feel him, good.
1: You gotta let them know you're not screwing around. You know, look, look you're good, a professional, good. absolutely. And, and I got to say,
2: look, you, you introduced me and you know the reigning you know, reigning champion. That's I, I give full credit to Nelson. You know, we're you know we, we are the distributors, and but uh, but Nelson Alfonso uh, blending that line and taking his time with the cigars post roll aging them and, and coming up with creative ways, uh, to, to, to just make the cigar what it is. Uh, that's, that's, that's all him. I always, I kid around with him and I say, cause he's like, no, no, without, you know, without you, we couldn't, we wouldn't be where we are. And I say, look, all I did, you, you, it's almost as if he had the, the Louvre or, or, you know, this, this museum and all I did was open the doors and I was letting people in.
1: Yeah. You know, we're going to talk a lot about Nelson tonight and some of the stuff he's worked on, as well as, you know, some of the non-selected tobacco products under the United Umbrella. Um, there's, there's a lot going on there. It went, you know, last year, in 2020, uh, no, sorry, in 2020, yeah, the year of 2022, uh, it was a big year for you guys. You had a lot going on, a lot of new products. We started the trade show, you had some great trade shows, and then 2023— you know, going into this trade show, once again, you united and slash selected, uh, you know, all, all that, it, you know, you encompass, um, again, was talked about in like our top five most anticipated companies slash booths to see. And once again, it, it felt like a very satisfied, you know, yep, that, that was on point. You guys had a great show again. Um, we saw some new stuff. Went well. Just things seemed you know to be a mirror image of 2022 and so you know i'm excited to have you here back again and talk more about that and kind of compare notes to last year and and talk about some of the stuff that's that's gone on and i know that we've also expanded into some some other realms such as you know the nft cigars are are now the physically available um and you know you've expanded into some more lounges so we'll talk about all that I, I promise we're going to cover all of that but first before we get too excited with Oliver i know it's it's hard not to we got to talk we got to talk about some of the people that help make this show happen and first this is one that Oliver is no stranger to our cigars tonight are brought to you by one and the one and only that's right the number 2 guys cigars ooh excuse me let me do that again out of respect for those boys the number the number two guys com, and uh oliver as our guest i'll let you go first uh then mitchell you you'll go and i'll 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 round uh i'll round out in the uh in the final spot so what do you got for us oliver
2: smoking wise i got the uh 2024 release of a new line that we're very excited for haven't announced yet but uh been working on this uh with the with the factory for uh for quite some time uh about a year now so every trip uh you know kind of reblending retooling and um and i i leave chicago where i'm where i'm at right now uh i leave chicago and i go to the dominican on friday morning and we're just going to finalize everything all the packaging has been been done it's been uh, printed and uh and box and everything's everything's ready to go just got to finalize the blend so I'm excited to bring that out uh that will be a PCA uh, PCA
1: this year. okay so
2: that will be that will be one of the one of the releases yep
1: yeah? oh one of the releases oh look at him one, already and, already, one, teasing, one. already teasing already <laughs> teasing this is great
0: <laughs> do you have something in the in the bullpen waiting for uh waiting yeah, for us once you finish that guy what's on deck i know you're a baseball guy then
2: on, yeah on on deck i got a uh, well I I'd go back to a, a red anchor I've been smoking a lot of these Oh yeah it's just been it's been it's been hitting my palate really well um you know the working with Kellner and the KBF factory uh we were we were blessed to you know really, really I, I want to give them credit too a lot of credit because this was a partnership that's a 250-year-old line uh from Holland originally so we had we originally tried to work with uh, with Henke and there were some restrictions we then went over to uh KBF and started working with Hendrik and then you know the dad came over as well and gave his blessing and once he gave the blessing on the final blend it was it's hard to change it you know from that point right
1: sure um,
2: so i got the red anchor in line and then uh yeah united i gotta just opened up a, a full box so i'm uh if i got if i got time i'm gonna jump on another rebusa there so.
0: there you go cold
2: weather smaller
1: vitolas, that's the way to go absolutely absolutely mitchell what do you got united oh here we go
0: united uh i think this was a maduro toro and in the new round uh i had previously tried the box press in uh, natural and maduro and uh this is my first time with the round and smoking nice i'm getting a lot of a lot of nice cocoa leather really like um some nice baker spice on the retro it's it doesn't doesn't have if you, if you take a big puff on the retro it gives you a bit of sting but uh it's actually quite a quite a smooth retro for how kind of um dark it is on the palette. so
2: yeah that was that was a reblend uh because we were having a hard time sourcing the brazilian modafina that was in the box press and as i was playing around with an event only cigar and uh, which was a united lancero and we had started the uh, cigar bar series, so seeing cigars in the in the round going to box press. So I just did the opposite and um, came across some uh, Dominican broadleaf, which I fell in love with. It was rich and, and hearty, and then uh, uh, some uh, tobacco from the Keyscaia uh, in the Dominican, and it just it, it, I thought it it worked well. Uh, they it was balanced and uh, it was really nice on the draw, light, nothing overpowering, but the retro yeah. for me um it's the same it's, it's it's smooth but you get a lot of flavor notes out of it
0: is is that what's the wrapper is dominican broadleaf on this
2: no so that one that one's mexican san andreas we use dominican broadleaf ah. in the filler.
0: ah interesting okay i i not too many cigars out there using dominican broadleaf right I, now
2: i don't know if anybody is
1: that's, i don't
0: know that's true, there no, is, there so is it's true. Me- now that yeah. i
1: think about it that's a good point
2: yeah. So that's that's Jose Jose Dominguez uh you know Maya Cubana. Um their their fields they they were they were playing around with some Dominican Broadleaf that came out. You know, the first batch was uh was a little little rough so we didn't we didn't go with that and then the next uh the next crop um you know was was working so that ended up in the United United line.
1: It's funny how those things pan out. You know, in and... You got to make a, a slight blend change, and then you find some other tobacco, and the next thing you know, you are dropping the box press, and it's almost like you have a whole brand new cigar, and uh, completely different now. And f- the feedback I've gotten is that people have liked this version better than the original, fr- from from what I've heard. Um, and I smoked it, and I feel the same way, too. I think the rounds are better than the original, um, on at least yeah. in my palate. And I think you guys have a winner here. I think this was a... You know it's it's tricky. Thank you. It's tricky because when you got to make a change like that, you know, you you have an existing blend, size, whatever that works that people buy, and then hey, you know, like you said, will, you know, Brazilian Marafina, We, we got to find something else, and then like oh, let's let's drop the box press and let's leave it round, standard parejo, and you know, but you know, are people going to like it? You know, people are used to you know a certain thing, and sure. And as soon as you make a
2: change, then people feel like it's completely different. It's not as good. I like the old one. I like the new one. I like, yeah, they, but, but this was, this was well, well received. And, um, this was, I'd say this was my first, we always work with blends, but it's usually there's a, a blender at the factory and then you're, you're smoking different cigars. This was really my first venture into going into, um, you know, the, the different bales and trying the different tobaccos and then working on the different percentages and, um, you know, working on, on the entire, the entire blend. So, um, you know, it's, it, it's something that I definitely want to get more, more involved in. Um, you know, some of the the lines that we have, we, we tweaked a little bit, but, um, yeah, this was, this was the first line that, uh, that I kind of had, you know, hundred percent in.
1: Lots of good exciting. job. Yeah. Great job. It, it's, it's exciting. You guys, you guys won on this one, you know, it's safe to say, I think, I think you guys did okay. I mean, mm. sometimes, sometimes you don't, you know, but not you, but right. in the, in the general sense. So general. You, you guys, you guys did great on this one. You, you, you didn't, you didn't, you know, change it and then, you know, drop back. I, I think you actually upgraded with this one to, to be, in my opinion, to be honest with you, not that the, not that the original ones were, were, were bad, but these are great. Um, you know, I, I think, like I said, you really hit it out of the park on this one. So, really, congratulations thank on you. that. And, thank you, thank you. and it seems to the the consumer base seems to agree with me as well. Uh, and then uh, to round this out on this segment, I am smoking the Red Anchor myself. I'm smoking the Admiral. This was the original size that we saw debut. That was last year, right? I think it was. Yeah, it was last year we saw that. Last year. Um, so, if you want to smoke any of these cigars, without a doubt, they are available. At the number two guyscigars.com, along with an amazing selection of all sorts of other brands and cigars and cigar accessories from the industry. Number two guyscigars.com, and as always, it would not be a show if we didn't cut and light our cigars with the best of the best. That's right, SD DuPont products be exceptional. I am using. The Duffy Extreme Twin Jet Torch Lighter featuring the matte finish Petrol Blue, which is exclusive to the United States. This debuted this year, early this year. Um, fantastic lighter. I actually think we're going to be swapping out and getting some uh, some different lighters and cutters for the uh, for the show with ST DuPont, obviously. So stay tuned to some... Uh, Rumor has it there's some some flat flame or, or the blade flame lighters that may or may not have just been released that we will uh, be featuring on the show in the near future, so keep an eye out for that. Um, I also, you know, actually, I just remembered this. I completely forgot about this until we were all here on the show. I wanted to give a shout-out. Uh, we got some fan mail in about that. We we actually had someone who wrote in to us via the website, which uh, anyone can do if you go to smokeintobacco.com. Um, and someone actually wrote into, uh, our friend JJ, who listens to the show. Thank you for being such a loyal listener and a fan of the show, uh, who told us that, uh, he loves the show. He loves listening to us. And, uh, because of us, he actually went and picked up a Daffy Extreme lighter, um, from a retailer from ST DuPont. So, uh, JJ, you won't be thank let you. Down. Yeah, you won't be let down. You're going to love that lighter. And, uh, thanks for being a great supporter of the show. I just wanted to say that and throw that out there. So JJ, JJ, thanks buddy. All right. So, back to Oliver and um, kind of everything that's going on with with United. It, like I once, as I said earlier in the show, once again, it's been a great year for you guys. You've done such an amazing job. You had a couple more firecrackers come out this year. You had um, the EP Creo Pledge firecracker that came out this so year. So good. Which okay. was a good one. You had. Did you do another run of the Bandolero firecracker this year?
2: We did. We had another release of the Bandolero Firecracker in um, October, November, as well as the, the Wise Man Maduro.
1: Correct. And then mm-hmm. this was the that you also did the St. Patrick's um, Day Firecracker with All Saints, with Mickey with Peg. All Saints, yeah. So, I mean, Correct. on the Firecracker front alone, you guys were busy. You had you had a handful of releases there. Uh, and then you and came we had out, the Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that's right. And the Street Taco. The, the Street Taco of the Elote. Yes, mm. yes. So you you had a lot right. of firecrackers. Then you had then you did the black bomb firecracker, which is part of the core line, if I remember correctly. Right? Correct. That's 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 a that's a core product.
2: That's a core product. Yeah.
1: Now, what was different yeah, so that about that from, from, the, from the from the uh, from the other original core line firecracker?
2: So we have a we have a sun grown habano, which is the is the the firecracker that everybody you know that everybody knows, and then we released the maduro uh, this year at the show, which is the the black bomb. <laughs>
1: Mm. Nice to have a couple so, different varieties. Line, that's, that's Yeah, awesome. a
2: little line extension. So yeah. that, and we can get in. We can get into, into some of that um, too, because I, I I, you know, when you look at the industry as a whole, it's like what you know, what do you continue to do to, to to evolve? Is it you know come out with new lines, or is it you know reintroduce a line and do a line extension or a, a, a different blend? Um, you know, there there are cigars that have been around for forever that have. You know just a name for them you know, if we take like a uh you know a monte cristo romeo Juliet, right the, those names those are household names but that cigar that my father smoked like, you know my dad still talks about he still says oh upman party those are the best cigars but he's for he, he grew up in in france so he was smoking the cubans and he comes to the us and that's what he smokes but that's what he knows but that smoker isn't the same smoker today so those blends have to evolve so you know is it is it better to you know let's talk about united you know united going from a box press different blend then coming out in the round different blend now who's to say in 5 years we don't tweak the blend again because palettes change people change so do we want to you know evolve that way because the you know the industry like we're we're a little crazy when you look at it like it's what's new what's new what's new and it's 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 taxing on uh, the manufacturer it's taxing on the the retailer and and the consumer because we're all just searching for for that new 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 when we should just kind of look at it as look, like, you know your, your core group of friends or your you know your relationship or your family like let's let's make that you know the 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 base and the foundation and let's just keep developing it so that's that, that, that was a conversation that I, I just had with the with the retailer and you know just trying to figure things out because it's it's a little maddening
1: Oh, hundred yeah, percent, and that's something we talk about all the time. Is that that whole concept of yeah, everyone wants to know what's new, but the reality is, you, know, you come on shows like this, and you, you go to the websites like you know ours, and you know some of our competitors, and you know we report on the newest products and what's going on that's new. We are always reviewing the newest cigars, and because that's kind of like our job. I mean, you know, to cover, you know, what was the latest thing. I mean, you can't just keep talking about the same cigars. So naturally, yeah, we're we're always talking about the new, but. Um, so I, I, th- there, th- there's a, I don't want to say that that stigma stigma is not the right word, but there's just this this culture or with a lot of people, um, you know, in our circle, and then obviously the d- manufacturers, distributors, and retailers, you know, have to you know be a part of this as well because you know then the consumer base, they read our stuff that comes from you guys about what's going on, and then they go in and like, hey, what's new? And I saw this and this and that, but. You know, the reality is, is people don't talk about, and we we did a whole show on this. Uh, Mitchell, I I don't know if you were on that show. It was a spare note show. I, I did. I know, well, I know Coop was there, but I can't remember if it was with you or Kevin. But we talked about, uh, we did a whole show on being brand loyal. And, you know, what that means, should you still be brand loyal in 2023, you know, the way that the industry is now versus, you know, 20 years ago. But there's still a fair lot of people who you know, they're not new cigar smokers. They, they go in and they smoke what they smoke and that's it. They don't care about what's new. Um, and you know, there's still a large majority of the consumer base, you know, around the world, um, that buys and smokes that way. And, you know, it's like, I don't care what's new. I, I smoke this and this is what I want. And I, I know it's going to be good. It's what I like to taste and I don't, that's it. That's what I'm buying. So, um, you have that, but then there is that, that group of people now. And, I would say a lot of them are more towards the younger spectrum of the consumer base. And I think because the culture is different that, yeah, you have people who just, well, what's new? What's new? And I can imagine, you know, you, you put pressure on the manufacturers and the retailers to be like, well, what do you have that's new you, know, you go into a retail shop and you're like did you bring anything in new and then the retailer has to go to you guys and be like hey so like you guys have anything coming out new because i got customers that are like yeah i like the united and the, yeah, the red anchor is cool but like no what are they doing now like what, what's the next thing and it's like right well we just spent all this time on that like you know um it, right. it is it's ta- it's taxing
2: yeah 100 yeah, um, 100 and you know with that said i already talked about it earlier we got one uh, one coming out on in 2024 and, uh, and and a few others.
1: So the cycle just keeps on going. So <laughs> years, yeah, go. of course, of course, and that's why we have a trade show every year. Yeah, so, exactly. So we gotta we gotta talk about what's new. So and and that's why Oliver and everyone else comes on the show because they gotta tell us about what they have that's new. So that way, all of you know. Uh, and around and around we go. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> you know, I mean that that's been great. And um, you know, you you guys have at least in the last couple of years, you've you've been good at keeping it new. Um, And we've seen this at other manufacturers where it's new, it's new, it's new. And then one year it's, you know what? Like, we got nothing new this year. All right. We're going to focus on what we got. We already got, you know, a shit ton of SKUs. Um, You know, do you you sense that you're kind of getting close to a year like that where you're like, you know what? We already got a lot going on. Let's just settle in and slow down and just focus on what we have so that we we don't lose it or it doesn't, you know, lower in quality or, you know, whatever other issues could arise from that.
2: Yeah. I think, I think one of the interesting things for United Cigars, we have the firecracker that even if we didn't come up with something, you know, new, like a new line, yeah. the firecracker allows us to work with another manufacturer and introduce, you know, maybe introduce their line to a retailer that didn't carry it and, and vice versa. Um, because we get a lot of calls from, retailers that, that now want to carry the limited release um, that may have not carried the firecracker in in the past well our limited releases for the firecracker that's only available to firecracker retailers but with the announcement typically at you know the beginning of the year we announce that um, that gives them at least a few months to then become a firecracker retailer but then become eligible for the limited release so um, you know, I, I think I think you have to have a healthy balance between the two. Um, I, I'd like to you know, see our company because we are we are still so young, kind of focus on a lot of the lines that we have and, and start to develop those. Um, because in the portfolio, we have we have 25 different lines now um, from, wow. you know, two dollars all the way up to 75. So, you know, kiddingly, uh, when someone comes to the United booth and like, hey, what's new? Like well which lines do you carry you know are you familiar with this line this line this line no these have been out so we have pockets where like the jose dominguez uh or the yaya would do really well over here but then in another region they haven't had it yet they haven't even tried it yet because they don't have the custom base requesting it yet they're requesting the firecracker or the united or la giana and so we kind of we're starting to try to blend uh, a little bit more uh, to see you know growth across the board uh, in the portfolio but it's uh yeah it, it, it's an extensive portfolio. With uh, when you look at, at United as a whole, I just I just talked to a, a retailer today here in Chicago. I we had sent them uh, an updated price list, and was like, "Wow, I, I didn't know you guys had this many. We only carry you know this, this, and this." And um, you know, I didn't know you had this and you know, this other one. So um, there's there's just so much information going to to retailers that sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle. So you just have to to remind them that uh, for us, at least, we have to remind them that uh, United Cigars has something for every palate and every every budget.
1: I think that's that's very true. I mean, you you have a very budget friendly uh, a nice a nice group of very budget friendly cigars. You have a lot of cigars that are very you know middle of the road in terms of price. You know that that like you know eight to ten to to fifteen that you know the average guy mm-hmm. will. Or or lady, uh, you know, we'll, we'll buy you know a lot, lot of different stuff there, and then of course you have the, the the premium, ultra premium, luxury that goes all the way up to the top with selected tobacco, uh, which hits a lot of hits a lot of notes there. So yeah, the very nice spectrum that you have from top to bottom, uh, and I feel like the last couple of years, you know, you guys have done a great job with that setting up and you know some of this, the brands you, you brought in to work with and the way you've structured your portfolio. And what's funny is starting to see a lot of brands, especially older brands, brands that have been around a long time, starting to see like, Oh, like we're going to offer this ultra ultra premium line. And right. Oh, what now we're, we're, we're going to do a couple more bundles like that are really affordable. And, you know, that's something we saw, you know, with Rocky Patel this year, you know, Rocky, you know at the trade show he had uh, a couple of bundles the Seat to smoke bundles that they debuted which are very budget friendly and of course you have the the existing rocky portfolio which is you know very vast very wide but then you saw rocky introduce the conviction which i believe is a $100 msp per cigar msrp so um, you know, getting into that 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 more really luxury price point when you're talking mm-hmm. about you know, so you're you're seeing that that was you know one example there, and I I remember those those some others and you know talking with the guys you know after the show was like you know see a lot more, and it, I don't think it's because of you or anything. I think there's a lot of factors, but there's 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 other companies now that are kind of following suit with that, and I think are paying more attention to like well we gotta have ultra luxury, we gotta have a nice solid base of you know, that, that middle ground that, you know, most people buy and then having a really strong entry budget point, because let's face it today's day and age, things are getting expensive. There's people out there that that maybe can't afford to be buying as many of those cigars and they, they kind of have to shift down. And I think you're seeing companies try to put some effort into budget friendly stuff, but not just putting the dog rockets in, in bundles and be like, here you go. Like, they're putting some effort into like, hey, like we put some time into this. It's not an ultra premium cigar, but, you know, it, for what it is, it's good. And and being able to offer all of that, too, because, you know, you don't want your customer to, to walk away from you. So if, if their price changes and they're 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 uh, open to buy changes, so to speak, you know, you kind of like, well, why don't you shift down over here? Now we have this or, oh, you want to spend more money now? Well, guess what? We have this luxury line now and uh, having that spectrum so you you kind of keep everybody under one umbrella which is important especially nowadays. Yeah.
0: Now yeah, over... what
2: I like uh, sorry, go
0: ahead. Oh yeah. No, you go ahead.
2: Yeah, well, well I was just gonna say what I what I like about the United portfolio. And yes, you know, like it's, it's me sitting behind the camera talking about you know, United, so of course I'm gonna like it. But <clears throat> what I like is that our budget friendly like La Meslo Cubano, um great yeah, it's, cigar. A, it's, a, it's a six six dollar cigar Rothschild and it's a great everyday cigar easy going, right? And then you get into United like we, we the United line's still around the seven, eight, nine, ten dollar range and La Giana's still around that that range. And then it goes up uh, to red anchor and that goes in the you know twenty twenty plus dollar range. So we have that that cigar for everybody without you know without going without going overboard and into the you know high luxury because we have we have that with Nelson Nelson's lines and his you know how I don't want to say justified pricing, but there's a story behind it. It's not just aged tobacco. It's not uh, something we found in a barn and this is it. Like, there's a process, and when you look at different spirits that are um, sold in, and spirits that are sold on the secondary market in bourbons, like you know, why is is this Jack Daniels uh, you know twenty dollar bottle, and then this you know this Weller you know Taylor you know two three hundred two three hundred dollars a bottle and there's there's aging behind it so there's there's reasoning and it's time and if you're not putting in the time then how do you justify that you know that higher price and and nelson you know nelson has it and even with the out black um you know as an nft um as the first NFT, and um it, it's still a 50 dollar cigar but you still have five years of age on that on that line so You know, we're, we're proud of the, we're proud of the line. We're we're proud of what we can offer and and we think it can be, um, there, there's something, like I said earlier, there's something for everybody.
0: Now out of that whole line, is there like a brand right now that is really just accelerating? Like you're like this brand is for whatever reason nationally or, or in some pockets just like this year taken off in terms of like standing out above the rest of them.
2: Um, I there there were yeah little little pockets like like you know it a little push like ya did really well for us uh at the show to start opening up new accounts but uh the red anchor has been been really well received um yeah you know the between the you know the tobaccos and the and the company and and you know it, it just falls down to the to the blend and you know we, we try to make that you know retail friendly and, and approachable but um that's been doing really well for us Uh, the united line the the core line uh, switching to the round uh, has been starting to you know take off as well so um, yeah i'd say uh, and and then firecracker i think the more people start seeing those limited releases and then they're understanding well oh let me try the firecracker they try the firecracker and they they enjoy it it's a shorter cigar but it you know, three and a half by 50 but it's still they'll smoke for 45 minutes to an hour
0: oh yeah Oh yeah, those smokes so you get, you get the, good the tobacco value. It, yeah. is so dense and you know, yeah. you don't it, it, and with the size like uh, we had just put out a review with a cigar that was very small and we we had about like I think the average smoking time on that was 60 and people were like how did you get 60 minutes of that? Like when you get down to about this size on a cigar, you don't have to be like puffing as hard. You just need a little a little puff and it lights the whole thing up. You get That's plethora true. of smoke and you can take these little puffs, and you can really savor the cigar, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, like I said, those firecrackers, man. Every single one I have, you know, uh, you know, I always I always tell people like I light it up, and everyone's like, oh, what are you gonna have like three cigars tonight? I'm like, dude, this is gonna last me a while. Like, I'm gonna light this up, and you're probably gonna finish around when I'm finished, like, uh, cause cause it's it's powerful, it's flavorful, and. The tobacco in it is is dense and and burns at a slower rate most of the time in those firecrackers. So they're really nice. And in terms of the Red Anchor, I love that cigar because I I feel like it's just so approachable. Like you can smoke it anytime. You can smoke it as your first cigar. You can smoke it as your last cigar. It can cleanse your palate. It's just that real nice medium, but real nice complexity. And uh, It's a true medium. Yeah, it's a true anytime, right medium cigar, and always has really nice, really nice flavors. And uh, I don't know, Matt, if you noticed, JJ, he I did. Uh, he saw, you know, he's, our, he's using his lighter, you know. JJ's JJ here with
1: us, he's 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 watching the show. He's using his lighter. So shout out to JJ for uh, for uh, his new lighter. That's awesome. Yeah. Um <clears throat> One of the things I was gonna say, you know, speaking of the the red anchor in smaller sizes, um, all of our, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but there, there's a real small, like short Corona size in the red anchor line. The Cooper. The Cooper. That's right. Named after William Cooper. The Cooper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really uh, n- named,
2: named after the most important person on the ship. Uh, he was the one that would, uh, you know, put the, put the barrels together to store the rum. Oh yeah. And, uh, you'll keep everything dry. So yeah, that's, that's the Cooper. It's a, um, it's, uh, 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 four and a half by 44. So that, that's our event only cigar because it's, uh, it, you know, it, it is, pr- it's pricey even for an event only cigar, but, uh, you know, just putting it into boxes and, um, you know, doing the whole packaging, we just thought that would kind of elevate the pricing. So we've held it off for now. Um, and and we'll see in the future if that if that starts to hit retail shelves. But for right now, as as an event only cigar, it's been uh, you know highly requested and uh, and loved. So you know we're fortunate for that.
1: Yeah, that's a great little size. And I I smoked a whew, well, half a dozen of those already, and I really loved it. I loved it. I because this is a great blend with some great tobacco in it. But that size too. Sometimes you don't you just don't have time for you know, a full-size cigar, so to speak. That's probably a bad way of putting it, but you know, your average size cigar is a little bit longer, a little bit thicker, but that's a fun little size with a great blend. And, you know, not every cigar performs well in smaller sizes versus bigger sizes and vice versa, but it still holds up really well in that small little size. I think it's fantastic. Um, and that, that was probably my favorite of the new sizes that were added to Red Anchor this year. Uh, that was the one that probably got me the most excited. And I think just because the smaller size just performed so well, and yeah. which which we've talked about it can be tricky. So I was really excited sure. to see that, and uh, I I think it's delicious.
2: Well, the gunner the gunner you should uh, I don't know if you if you've had a chance to smoke it, but that's a six and a half by forty four. So remember. it's the same ring gauge as the Cooper, but just a little bit longer.
1: I can't remember. So if you if like I had that if you one, like yeah.
2: the yeah, if you like the Cooper, then yeah, definitely you know, try the uh, try the Gunner.
1: I'll have to uh, I'll have to circle around and check on that one because yeah, I mean, um, I, I especially you know the last year or so, I have really I don't want to say fully transitioned because I mean I still smoke across the board, but I've been really enjoying more the smaller ring gauges um and and getting more into you know coronas and lonsdales and you know petite coronas and just something about it i've just i've just been really into those and not because of time but <clears throat> i've just found a bunch that just perform so well so i'll have to check on that i can't remember if i did i know i smoked a lot of different stuff from the show this year but i can't remember if i had that one specifically um now speaking of the show trying to Make sure I encompass everything on the on the show tonight. Um, one of the things, obviously, we, we'll we'll talk about Nelson too. Um, you know, there's a couple different things there we can kind of go with. First and foremost, I want to talk about this first, and then we'll kind of get into the the re- the regular stuff, so to speak. Um, we just saw the Adamen Black, which was the first cigar NFT um, that was released. Now I know. I wanna make a I wanna make a I wanna make a, a, a thing here. in terms of, from the media standpoint, I know, Oliver, that we in the media um kind of gave a lot of attention to some of the NFTs that came after the Atabay one. Right. And I know that there was some there was some I don't know if it was intentionally put this way, but I think there was a lot of uh verbiage that was put out there on the L F D and the Tatawahi ones that, that followed um, about being the first, and I think the clarification that needs to be made is, you know, you guys were the first to put the NFT out. I think it is fair to say they were the first ones to actually put the cigars out that go with it. So I think sure. because they they were they were available, um, but I think you, you know the credit is due. Uh, you guys were the first NFT. That that has not changed. They were the first cigar NFT with the Adobe Black. Um, they were the first ones to have the cigars in customers' hands. I know the the, the Adobe one, in terms of the cigars, those just went out a couple of weeks ago, if I remember correctly. Um, and from the couple of retailers I've heard, that they, they've they've sold a lot of them. In fact, I think I think two guys already sold out of whatever ones they had in in the lounge. I think those ones are already gone, unless they got more in. But I remember at the time when they first were available, I was told they were they were gone. So they went quick too. There was there, there was already a demand for them and uh, and, and people wanted them. So, um, but they have officially shipped now. And I think you mentioned before they're, they're fifty dollars per cigar, and they're available to not only the NFT holders but they're also available to all United lounges. United Ranger lounges, yeah. Yes, which yeah. the other part of that too is you guys have been adding more lounges too to to uh to your lineup. I know we just we just saw another story, a couple of days ago I think it was that there's going to be another uh a Byron Lounge opening up.
2: Yeah, yeah, in in Nashville, Tennessee, with uh with the Pierce family, they have they started with uh, Franklin Cigar in uh, Franklin, Tennessee, and they had uh, they added Nashville Cigar, and then um we they they just opened up the. Uh, uh, the Ariston and the, the second floor their their lounge up there is the, the Byron lounge. So there's, I, I know someone was put out the other day about another, you know, another lounge that was opening up and, and, you know, there were comments of like, well, are these, you know, lounges that are, um, where the entire store is, is that lounge like here in, uh, in Chicago, we do have the Byron cigar lounge. Now the Byron cigar lounge, that store, the entire place is the Byron cigar lounge um industrial cigars in frisco texas we have the adobe lounge which is the the main um members lounge um yeah. then in in arizona we just um, partnered with ambassador cigars for their new location in peoria uh so their members lounge is the adobe lounge and then with uh, the artisan for uh, the uh, ariston in uh, in nashville their second floor members lounge is the uh, is the byron lounge
1: yeah, so there's a lot of
2: different different types of brand branding, but yeah. yeah but they're yeah, that's all a United new, lounges. New lounges, yeah. 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 That's yeah. Awesome. Well, we've been, it it's humbling, um, you know, for us because these are you know, conversations that we have and uh, we've had we've had several more but we're one, we're not looking to just have you know lounges everywhere to dilute, you know, the you know, the, the lines, but we want to partner with the, the right people and there's a certain threshold that they, they have to you know, meet uh, you know, in, in purchases and, and, and the way they support the lines, uh, in order for us to feel like it's the right partnership for for both sides. Um, but um, but yeah, I think we've we've aligned ourselves with the with the right people, and we've been uh, you know approached by you know, some you know reputable um, retailers out there that um, you know that 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 have wanted to work with us. So we're, yeah, we're we're fortunate for that.
0: Yeah, that's great for the brand and uh, back onto like the Adobe black is that um i gotta is grab that one thing guys be... I'll, be, I'll
1: be right back in just a quick sec
0: be right back. yeah no problem is that going to be a uh like limited ongoing production like obviously a lot of stuff from selected is always limited or is this going to be one and done because i remember like again as matt was mentioning the first nft but when the nft was released there was not even a hundred percent sure if the cigars were ever going to be released it was kind of like that concept card notion um is this something that now that it's come to market uh nelson feels like it could be something that is done more often or is this like we did it one time that's it add a black get it now and forever hold your peace kind of thing
2: <laughs> right yeah so uh yeah a lot of layers in, in that question so yeah um, sorry <laughs> you know no 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 so when we when we were uh, you, you know having a conversation with nelson um and he talks about a new line for adabe and he was playing around with a dark rapper and he was he was asking what do you think about a, a you know more of a, a maduro um atabay and i said well look anything that you you've done um to date has been phenomenal, so I'm sure this would be fantastic. What, you know, what's your plan with it? What, what have you done? He said, "Well, I have the Ritos uh, as as the one line, one size with uh, with the dark wrapper." And I was like, "Okay, well, if it's one size, then we have to you know, we have to plan this out and really you know think about how we're going to release that, and then how many boxes did you make?" Uh, and it was 200. You know, we were able to do 200 boxes of 25, so that's even more limited. So when we then looked at it, it was like, okay, well, NFTs, nobody had done an NFT in the cigar world. So let's create an NFT. Uh, We did it very, very differently than, than the other ones. And um, ours was okay. Well, the box, the cigar is going to be a $50 cigar, $1,200 per box. So let's just make an NFT. And if somebody wants to buy the NFT, they can have the rights to it. And it's conceptual. And, Um, we already knew the cigar was coming out, but at the time we had to kind of just, you know, lay, lay low with it. So we said, all right, well, if you buy the NFT, then you'll have, you know, access to the, to the box. And, um, you you know, the, the, the plan was to kind of, to kind of grow it because after we smoked it, we, we felt it was, it was phenomenal. It was, it was ready and, and, uh, it's going to be even better with, you know, a little bit more age. So when we, when we released it, um, or release the NFT rather, it was, it, I, I think why, why we're kind of you know under, under the radar with it is because it was, it was really met with just a lot of pushback, um, like an NFT. Nobody really understood that, that world. And the, the biggest pushback was, well, I don't get it. You know, it's, you're, you're selling a cigar that you can't smoke. That's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so then afterwards, I think when you know, the other companies came out with it, and you know, LFB being that first one to put it out for auction, you know, they were selling the license to then carry the cigar. And, yeah. and they sold it for obviously a lot more um, than, than we sold it for. And the, I think the way they positioned it too, they, the retailers were getting multiple boxes per month um, or access to multiple boxes per month, whereas the Adebe Ritos, Black Ritos, you could only get um, a certain amount for the year. So it was very limited. And and the retailers, uh, our lounges received their allotment and NFT holders received an allotment. Within that first week and some before they even received it, they were asking, can they get more? So we'll have, we should have more um, in in Q1. uh, So we'll be able to, to, you know, to get more out, but uh, it will be an ongoing uh, limited production uh, line. So, and that's increasing next year. We'll have have more boxes uh, than this year's production. So. Be
0: yeah, definitely a cigar that is probably in my top five of wanting to smoke for for this coming year for sure. I think you know that the, the Atabey itself was uh, I probably you know for you know as everyone knows I'm in Canada and we have a lot of Cuban smokers here pretty much anyone who is a, you know, I call them multi-band Cuban smokers. They have, you know, the EL, limited, you know, uh, the more bands the better it is for Cuba, right? So I always yeah. tell them if, if that's if that's your deal, I'm like, smoke an Atabay and you won't want to touch another three-banded Cuban again because A, it will draw amazing, it will taste amazing. And uh, I'd say 80% of the time, they come back to me and they go holy cow like that is like they, they're sold on it so it's uh it's a great line and and yeah i'm ex- excited for the maduro the, for the black
2: yeah it's a it's a beautiful i've had uh i've only smoked a handful maybe maybe five uh in total and one was at the uh pca show uh, again that was a, the, you know the second one i I'd smoked but the one that i had smoked after all the uh, all that aging then um and then after that the boxes came in so I had to grab a grab a couple, and it's it it's completely different, but it still has that you yeah. know, that selected tobacco cleanliness. Uh, you know, it's it's so so clean on the palate, and but so yeah. rich in flavor.
0: Awesome.
1: Now, and while we're on the topic of selected tobacco, um, last year we saw the Alfonso line officially make its debut. It went on to to win several cigar of the year awards, including our own here at Smoking Tobacco. Uh, Fantastic cigar, Uh, you know, as we talked about last year, and uh, just it it was a it was a favorite among the team. Everyone loved it. Um, I know some other publications, you know, you know, gave it cigar of the year. or rated it very highly. Um, This year we saw the follow up, Uh, the next add on to the Alfonso line. The Grand Selection, which just started shipping to United retailers, which is uh, also one of the cigars that Nelson worked with the French oak in the aging process, as he did with you know the original Alfonso Miejo and with the Byron 1850. Um, he did that with this with this brand, and we just saw that go out. And I've already smoked one one of the cigars, and um, I I found it very unique. I found it very unique, just to, to say the least. I had a very, very specific, uh, that really strong flavor of uh, star anise. I noticed with mm-hmm. it, which is not something that I, I didn't like. Uh, it was something that, that was definitely. Uh, I don't know why. I just I wasn't expecting that, but it, it really, for me, it, in the cigar I smoked, it really, it came full forward and uh, just very different from a lot of the other stuff across all of Nelson's cigars. I, I really, truly feel it is a very unique cigar. Um, what has been the the first, you know, few, you know, the beginning reception of that cigar now that, you know, people are starting to get their hands on it?
2: Yeah, so that started uh, started shipping in October, and um, and that was another one that, you know, again, Mitchell, you, you said it earlier, that everything's kind of limited with what Nelson does. Um, but there were, I think, 200... 200 boxes um that were released this year and those were those were gone uh as well so we we didn't open up new accounts if they were you know retailers were existing alfonso and Yeho accounts and they got access to the to the grand selection so we kind of capped it uh, you know it's still about 30 accounts uh, across the country so you know that first round uh went through and then we we had a few extra uh left over so there have been reorders and now it's you know now it's been gone um since end of november i think right, right before the end of thanksgiving um so those are yeah those are gone as well but we'll have another uh, another shipment coming in at the first of the year but uh it's been yeah it's been well received um different you know different than the anejo uh so when you look at alfonso uh, people are like well yeah but it's different than the anejo so we have some El- anejo lovers alfonso anejo lovers and then we have some grand selection uh lovers and and i think that's yeah, that that's been the the challenge um for for united cigars as a whole because i've even had people that um, you know they carry or smoke the atabay and then they'll smoke a united or they'll smoke a red anchor and they're like yeah but it's just not atabay i completely understand it's a totally different wine it's not age the same it's a different tobacco it's just within the same company so um you know i think the grand selection um had some of that and Matt sounds like you know you know with you it was a different expectation um, and and you know it hits your palate differently, so you lean more towards the the Alfonso and Yale as opposed to the Grand Selection. But overall, yeah, both sides have done have done very well, and uh, we've been happy. One one in in Nelson's line that has been under the radar is the Bandolero, which is starting to gain more and more traction um, because that's that's a line that's aged one to two years post roll, and you know three different three different blends, and they, they've all you know, they've all been doing really well, so we've been uh, we've been happy happy with the growth on that side too, and you know more approachable in uh, in uh, on the pricing side too for for Bandolero.
1: Yeah, Bandolero is an interesting one because I know that a couple years ago, and I, we've probably talked about this one of the last times you were on the show. But I mean, the, the Bandolero line was kind of revamped a little bit. I don't know if that's the way you want to put it, but I know I know there was some changes made to that, um, and it's a little bit different than it's original iteration that we saw you know several years back uh, and I feel like it was a good refresh and I think that it's it's something that I th- and, and you can probably speak to this more I mean seeing the the performance of it but in my opinion I feel like when that was done I think a lot more people you know just it, it was it was uh, attracted to more people I think just more people just noticed it and and we talking about it and, and people were smoking it and um i know it's separated into kind of like three different you know series um Mm -hmm. that it's in and i i I remember smoking them being like wow i mean i can't remember if there was any changes to the blends themselves but um or what or what specific changes were made but i remember smoking and be like wow these are these are better than than the original ones and they um and they're smoking great and at the price point at the quality and the price point together. I mean, th- th- they're pretty hard to beat, you know, what you get yeah. for what you pay for. I mean, that, that bandolero line, I, I, I think it's a very underrated line. I think there's a lot of people out there who, who, who kind of glaze over it when they look at selected because of all the, you know, the really fancy, you know, the Adam the Byron, and the Alfonso, but that bandolero line, I'm, I'm telling you that that's a line that it's a winner. And I, I feel like if, if you're not, if you're a select smoker, and you're not spending any time on Bandolero. You are doing yourself a, a huge disservice because, I mean, there's some great cigars at a, at a really nice price point.
2: Yeah, so I, I think the you know the you called it a refresh, and and that's that's what it was. The Bandolero line was a little little confusing at first. They were released in in uh, metal tins the the band and when you look at the two one. blends that were released in the in the US, um you had the um you had one line that had Nicaraguan Lejero and the other line had Peruvian Lejero. Oh. But an ah. example exact exactly. So and I don't know which one that that is. So that's that's another thing that's confusing. Looking at that tin, all the tins look the same. So the Barbaros. So that, that uses per, uh, more Peruvian. So there were some people. If you smoke the per- the Peruvian and you smoke that Barbaros, you may say, "Oh, I don't like Bandolero." Well, have you tried the the Nicaraguan one? Or now we released the the Adventureros line, the Serie A, which has a darker Ecuadorian wrapper and uses a little more Peruvian uh, than the other lines, but it's it's almost it's fuller body than the the Nicaraguan. So the the confusion was you look at um the Chavacantes line which is the nicaraguan blend the Picaros is a toro that had a 54 on the band but if you go to the uh clandestino line the series c the Colossalus was also uh, a toro size it also had 54 on the band so you can explain this i can i can talk about it here and just as a retailer would explain it to a consumer and they say oh yeah we'll try this one this is the peruvian and this one's the nicaraguan you like toros oh well here take these two and, and smoke them when you have time. So then they take them home, they sit in the humidor, then they pull it out, you, you can't distinguish the two. So part of the refresh was, okay, let's get a secondary band on there that shows which series it's a part of. Let's put it in the box because it, it, it's more approachable. Um, people have a better understanding when it's on the shelf, they can see the cigar. Uh, the jars, I think helped Nelson and his line kind of gain that, that luxury status. But even in the Atabate jars, they weren't they were they weren't as approachable because they're in the jar and you can't see the cigar and people would see the jar and they weren't necessarily grabbing the cigar. But as soon as they went to boxes, then it started to, you know, take off. And the same's, you know, happening now with Vandalero. You can see the three different series, Series A, Series C, and Series T. And now if you smoke, you know, people will say, oh yeah, I smoked the one with the green band." Okay, well, that's the Traficantes on. That's the Nicaraguan blend. So, if you really like that blend, there are four different Ripollas in that, in that blend. But you should also try, try Series C because you may like that. The spice is kind of taken away, but you have that depth of flavor uh, with the Peruvian tobacco. And Nelson uses a, a lot of Peruvian tobacco in, in all of his blends. Uh, yeah, something when, when very unique, properly, it's, Yeah, Yeah. 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 100%. That.
0: Almost no one uses, right? It's it's uh, very very low yield, I think, and just not very many farms there, right? So,
1: very very low yield. Uh, which it's a smaller plant? Which in turn would I mean that makes it a much more expensive tobacco to
0: acquire. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: Yeah, not not many companies use it. I know I know you know Davidoff uses it, um, you know quite a bit, but you know Nelson, um, you know pretty much purchases all the, uh, the all, all the all the crops that are. Are made by uh, you know out there, so he's, he uses a lot of it. A lot of it.
0: He does a great well, job um, with it too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt, do we uh, do we have any news for today?
1: Absolutely. I was actually just going to say we have to we have to get to our news this week. Um, so Oliver, I'm going to give you a break real quick, and then we'll we'll circle back to you. I have a couple more questions before we wrap up. Uh, our news is once again brought to you by. Our friends at McAuliffe Cigars featuring the new McAuliffe Black rated 91 at SmokingTobacco.com. That's right, rated 91. Um, head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today to learn more or visit SmokingTobacco.com today to read the review. McAuliffe Black, it is a blackout. Um, yeah, you know, it, it was a quiet It was a quiet news month last month and even before that too. Um, just kind of that, that time of the year. We've been starting to see... A lot of new interesting announcements. Um, a couple of things. I'm going to read a couple of things. I won't really dive too deep into them, but a couple of things. Um, some of them, you know, we already mentioned tonight. Um, you know, we had we had two announcements recently about two United lounges that opened up, which we've kind of covered. Uh, Drew Estate has announced that their new uh, 2023 edition of the Liga Privada Panchetta has begun shipping, which is exclusive to Wooden Indian Tobacco Shop in Havertown, Pennsylvania, and Barrister Cigars in Union, New Jersey. The pancetta will be available beginning December thirteenth today. In um, each of those, when each of these exclusive retails will host a special launch event. This is something that we've seen every year. If you're a Drew Estate slash Liga Privada smoker, uh, you've probably heard of the pancetta. It's um, it's a cigar that comes out every year right around the holidays. Uh, exclusive, as, you know, there's there's several others that they do, such as the UF4, and I, we also saw the, uh, Mitch, what was the one we actually saw for uh, of Casa de Monte Cristo that they were doing, There was the, um, not the Porcini, what did they call that other new one that they just announced, I can't remember, I don't know if you remember, oh, you know what, you're muted, I'm sorry,
0: let me unmute you. There, you go. there is the porchetta i was porchetta, saying it that's like, right i'm like am i muted and i looked yeah. down and i'm like oh i'm, I'm weirdly <laughs> muted oh, no. i didn't even
1: notice i was reading i was reading, and i was like where are you and then i'm like oh shit he's yeah. muted. i don't know why you're muted um uh,
0: you know the technical difficulties times but uh but yeah so yeah
1: so yeah so that i know that one I, I don't know if that actually started shipping yet i think it did um, i think
0: i think it's out there I, I think i saw a few few people with it but
1: Yeah. Uh, Also, there was another interesting one that came across my desk this week, and um, it's not something that we would normally report on, but at the same time, I just couldn't help myself because it was so interesting, and I I was curious to see what people thought, Um, but the first, or or so claims, the first line of craft soda made to pair with cigars has been launched. A new line of non-alcoholic craft soda has been launched, designed intentionally to pair with premium cigars, Um Abina, which is Italian for to match or to combine, craft sipping soda was created by Charlie Albanetti after wanting a more interesting non-alcoholic beverage pairing for cigars than other commercially available sodas. Abina's unique flavors, such as earthy notes like beet and leathery notes from the use of saffron and patchouli, are designed to both create new flavors by combining with Typical flavors found in cigars, and to draw out otherwise undetectable flavors in cigars. Mitchell, I, I don't know if you read this story when, when it came out, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I read a bit of it. Yeah, I, I,
1: I was, I was, I was intrigued by this. Uh, it, it's not. I mean, we see a lot of pairings and stuff, and obviously pairings that get made with existing products, but um, you know, this is, uh this is something different. Uh, someone made a soda specifically for cigars. So th- the question is, I mean, if, if you is this a soda that you would just drink just to drink? Or is this like something that would, you know, only really taste well if you're smoking a cigar with it? That's the question I want to know.
0: Yeah, I really do wonder. Um, also, like, I, I don't know if you've smelt patchouli, but like, I, I really don't like patchouli at all.
1: Me either. It's, it's That's why I asked the like, question, because I'm like, so what happens if, like, and, if you just grab this? You're like, hmm, look at this like, soda with patchouli. And, and, <laughs> and saffron is a
0: very particular flavor, too. Again, usually used in smaller amounts and very, like, fine, elevated cuisine. It, like, again, they could be they could be amazing with cigars, but maybe not the best on their own. But at the same time, like, again, like, patchouli in itself is very very overwhelming so it's, a, it's like, a
1: strong yeah it's very strong
0: yeah it will be interesting i actually i think i know someone who ordered the uh variety pack already and i think they said they received it um they're they're on my facebook page and or, or in my feed and stuff like that and uh yeah it'll be interesting to say because like like i said i think they have like a coffee and chocolate one a spice one a leather one and a fruity earth one so it's like you know, I, I yeah, I have I have really no idea. It's it's an interesting idea, um, in itself, because I think the non like I do see people all the time asking, hey, what's your favorite non-alcoholic pairing? And you know, there's the classic right. Dr Pepper, root beer, coffee. You know, all all those regular things. Um,
1: there's a lot. There's a lot of options.
0: There's t- tons of options, but. Uh, something specifically kind of blended in the, the namesake to go with cigars um, is an interesting idea, and uh, I think th- I think they would have to be good. You know something, I'm actually gonna bring Oliver on, back into this on conversation because
1: I'm I'm curious. You know, I gotta bring him on. We don't normally have the guest on the news segment, but. You know, I'm gonna bring Oliver in for this. I don't, Oliver, I don't know if I you, I don't know if you read this story, um, but I know you're a foodie, and I and and I know you have the yeah. you have quite a palate. And I'm I'm curious if if you do know anything about this, uh, what your thoughts were on it. If I don't know if you heard about this yet.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I saw it. I think it's a segment of the market that's just for, for the cigar side that hasn't really been you know tapped. And you know, is it is it necessary? I mean, you're 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 going into a very niche, uh, you know, market being you know cigar smokers, um, because everybody does you know like Mitchell to your point, uh, everybody, you know, has their non-alcoholic beverages that they smoke so or a drink. So would they then go out of their way and how accessible is this to then pick this drink up and then pair it with a cigar? So I'm interested because they're they're unique flavors. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, what I like I you know, I don't know. I, I can't, can't really put a judgment on it without you know, without trying it. But um I've been you know, even even um you know, as of late I've been drinking, you know, just a lot of a lot of tequila and uh Casa Noble has been one that I think pairs extremely well. Um and we've been doing events with them because they have their reposado and their añejo that are both aged in French oak. So it just, it matched well when we do pairings with, um, you know, the, the Alfonso lines or O'Brien in 1850, uh, but it also, we just did an event in, um, in, in um, uh, Kansas that um, we, we did a pairing with the Red Anchor and, uh, and the Casanova, and it just, it, it pairs well because there's, there's nothing overpowering about that, that tequila. Uh, where for for me with whiskeys and things like that, sometimes it's just there's there's too much and they they battle and uh, and that, that's just my palate, uh, right? Yeah. I know well, that's that's a classic, right? Bourbon and scotches, but um, but a lot of tequilas I think pair well. And um, and one I'm curious about is is Mitchell, do you have clearly Canadian in in Canada? Is that is that a Canadian brand that clearly we just have here in the
1: Canadian? US? Like Canada Dry. <laughs> no,
2: <for sure. laughs> Canada Dry. It,
0: yeah, for sure. No.
1: Yeah,
2: it's clearly Canadian. It's like the sparkling water, but there's like a blackberry. There's, oh, you know, so there's different.
0: I have seen of water. this
2: with the blue yeah. top. It, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I wonder if, uh, you know, I, I've never really paired something that's like a, a sparkling, I think it's like a natural thing but like a sparkling blackberry with a with a cigar so i wonder wonder what that's like
0: yeah i i used to do um a, f- a fent this this um i guess like oh the fentemans i remember that fentimans. yeah so yeah. i used to do fentemans cola which they use botanical based flavors to flavor their their um their sodas um and uh, I, I really enjoyed that. And again, like it, it is cola flavored, but it's not like it's not like a Coke or a Pepsi kind of. It is definitely much more botanical side of it, and that was really, really good. They they do also like a I think a rose water, and they also do a really good ginger beer that I was uh, making a lot of mules with for a while there, and that was uh, yeah. that was a great pairing. Some people don't really like the ginger because it can kind of be a like add too much spice to the whole thing. But uh, right. as long as you get a nice ratio of that kind of ginger beer, I actually like to go with bourbon and uh, lime. And uh, sometimes I'll even sweeten it with like a touch of maple syrup. Uh, it's it's uh, it's really good. Yeah.
2: Lime, maple syrup, and bourbon.
0: Yeah, with uh, ginger beer.
2: Yeah, with gin- All right. I'll
0: have to try that. Yeah. A yeah, t- think, touch of maple there's,
2: there's syrup. Certain, like, like, everything can affect the cigar because the heat, from the cigar and the smoke, you know, your taste buds kind of, you know, way, you know, are, are awake and they liven up and, yep. and certain cigars, they'll, they'll be even, you know, more responsive to uh, what you ate just before, what you're drinking now. And so, again, for me, like when bourbons, it just, it was like, there was the heat that just made everything just so alive and so awake that then when I would take a, a puff, it was just too much sometimes. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So I, I just switched to the and maybe it's maybe it's age or whatever. But that's that's been the the path I've taken.
1: Yeah, and I know you're. Um, I know you 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 you've done a lot of pairings with cigars, a lot of different stuff. And I and also know you're like I said before, you're a foodie. I know you're you're really uh you're not shy in the kitchen so to speak and no, i know no. i know one of your favorite things is tacos i mean i have known you for i've known you for several years now and i know tacos is really what gets you going <laughs> that's one of your favorites it's just i always
2: say tacos tacos are like a cigar when you look at the components you know you got the the wrapper which is the tortilla you have the the filler and then the binder that holds it all together that's going to be the lime you know the lime uh, that you squeeze on there or the the hot sauce so it it just it, it I don't know. It's it's so simple, but it can be so beautiful, yeah. or it can be just terrible, and <laughs> and that's that's how I look at at cigars. So,
1: and now and if I remember correctly, you're more of a taco truck kind of guy versus like taco yeah, restaurant. street
2: true, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. But look, the uh, the 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 white guy in me, um, <laughs> you know, growing up with uh, what is it? Uh, you know the Ortega hard shell tacos, you know, families just had the you know, the, the taco nights. You know, going back to a hard shell every now and again it just it's more nostalgic than anything but um but yeah no i'm, I'm more of a street taco um you know official, official soft shell kind of guy
0: man i yeah, didn't, corn, I, corn didn't
2: know, to or onion.
0: I didn't even know soft shell and like small tacos existed until i was like 16 years old like my yeah. <laughs> like when we did tacos at home like my dad was always that hard shell taco guy and i just thought that's what tacos were for like the majority of my life and then we went out to go eat tacos one time and we ordered them and they came and they're these little you know the the smaller ones you get maybe three to five Indian of them tacos, and i was just yeah. like what do i do with this like what like <laughs> uh, what where's like and i but i love i love those too i absolutely i absolutely love both um it's been a long time since i've had a hard shell taco though but man that brings me back
2: yeah we'll have to uh if you guys can escape one night, we'll have to go hit a hit a taco spot if we're in uh, in Vegas.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I remember the last PCA show was it PCA? I think it was PCA. Ah, uh, actually no, it was. I think it was TPE. And I was with some friends, um, and I we were gonna go to Tacos El Gordo, which I know you know very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that line was really long and it was like one thirty in the morning and the line was still really packed. And I remember it was, it was just, it was getting late, but it was, it wasn't quite late enough that I didn't want to eat, but I didn't want to wait in the line. And then we went to the other place that's like across the street. I don't remember the name of that one though, but there's another one that's like next to Tacos El Bordo. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: so there, there are a few right on the same side. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a plaza there too. I yeah. um, think that, like, that's like in between two of those. So we went to the, like the next one. Which was still busy, but it wasn't as long of a wait, so we went there. I got him to go, and I went back to my hotel room, and I just remember eating it and being like, oh, these are horrible. Like, there was no flavor <laughs> to them. They fell right. apart. And I was like, yeah. I should have just waited in the line of Tacos on Gordon. Right. I was so pissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like this is what i get for just trying to not be patient you know what i mean um I don't remember that that's place just, but it's not you great. just take
0: all the hot sauce and just go i guess i'm just eating hot sauce now yeah <laughs> essentially yeah
1: there was like no cheese on it it was dry i'm like oh this is not good <laughs> um now one of the yeah, things i
2: guess wa- like there's good and bad
1: one of the things i wanted to ask you about before we wrapped up before i forget um at PCA 2022. Um, And I don't remember if I don't remember if it was on display this year, but I know at 22, we first saw the Nelson, which is a project that I know Nelson has been working on. You know, there's the Nelson, there's the Alfonso, the Alfonso has been released and we've talked about that. But there's the Nelson line, which I know that originally the concept was going to be that it was going to be five, five different countries that he was going to, you know, work with different factories there was going to be a cigar made in every country, Dominican, Nicaragua, Honduras, um, and maybe a Cuban one. I don't remember. But um, we didn't hear anything about that this year. And I was curious what the status of that project was and kind of if anything's changed on that.
2: Yeah, so uh, it changed changed a little bit. It was put on the the back burner. Uh, in 2022, he displayed it um, as, as a line... Uh, a new line that was coming out in, in his portfolio, but it gets, you know, it gets a little complicated with, you know, trying to work with different factories and then trying to launch the line with, you know, five different, five different countries, five different manufacturers. Um, so that's, that's been put on the, uh, on the back burner for, for now. Um, he does have, he does have a blend that, that he did. Um, but then he was waiting to work, you know, with the other, uh, manufacturers to, to have that come out. But, um, so we might see the Nelson in a different form, but uh, as of right now, um, you know we're not we're not going to see it, and it won't be it won't be a 2024 release.
1: Uh, so, okay. we're, so, so we're so we're still we're still kind of waiting on around. that one. Yeah, yeah. I was curious. You know, the, the concept uh, of that the was that that concept is, is um, was interesting, and uh, I, I I was curious how how that would be executed too, because it does seem like a project that you know, could be done, but there's a lot of moving pieces to it. So, um, I, I, can only imagine, you know, on top of everything else that Nelson has going on and I know how much attention to detail he has, you know, um, kind of throwing that into the mix could just be, you know, a lot. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's something we look forward to hearing more about in the future and, um, you know, could, could still be exciting to, yeah. A nice exciting yeah, surprise his, his down the road. his
2: concentration his concentration has been, um, he's got some, you know, he's done, he's done some accessories. Uh, you know, his ashtrays came out, uh, more focus on expanding at you know, that, that production has gone up, uh, over the years. So we're able to, to supply, uh, more, re- more to the retailers that are growing, uh, because the, you know, the original thought process behind this, this line was, um, you know, it's a luxury line. We, we don't necessarily want it to be everywhere. We want it to be the right, the right fit uh, with the right retail partner, um, but you know, over the years, it's been it's been growing. We've we've added retailers, and some of the retailers that we've had, it's been you know a, a planned uh, slow growth because we knew that there was a little apprehension because of pricing. So you know you know do I take as a retailer, uh, you know do I take this in and invest you know all this um, you know money into these 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 cigars and expand the different there are 12 different vitolas uh, on, on attabay you know do i bring them all in or you know do I slowly slowly grow it we knew it would grow because the first time I sat down and smoked attabe I knew it was something you know something very special so we've we've had this slow growth because we wanted to see the accounts that supported us early on we wanted to watch them grow uh, and be able to provide them with with enough product to to sell um, now you know we have look we have backorders uh, you know as, as everyone but it's not it it's not necessarily because we've opened more accounts is as we've opened them well then and it starts to grow for these retailers um, so they're seeing seeing the growth so then as they see the growth well then it's you know that production uh, is only so much and we can only supply so much uh, and then you know Nelson not not planning to have the A humidor come out. Um, with that production that took some of the production out of going into boxes and went into uh, that humidor because that took 12 boxes per humidor plus the five cigars that were in the humidor. So 360 cigars uh, for one unit, right? So that wasn't, that wasn't planned (laughs) when, when he made the cigars, right? Five years ago, the humidor wasn't planned. So five years ago, those cigars went into the aging room then, you know, a couple of years pass, and then it's, hey, I want to do a humidor that's going to hold 360, or hold 60 cigars, but uh, have 360 cigars included, um, you know, that takes out of the, the, the box production.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, and that's the so, thing, well, Nelson, too, is just, he's got a brilliant mind, you know, he's got all these ideas, and, you know, uh, you know, you go to the booth at the trade show, and sometimes you'll see stuff, and you're like, what's that? And it's still kind of a concept, I remember, like, you know seeing a lot of the ashtrays you know last year on display and I was just like huh what are those and I don't think other, right. I don't think a lot of I, I don't know are, are most, a
2: few.
1: yeah I was gonna say i because I, I know I think some of them are out there but I don't think all of mm-hmm. the ones that we've seen at the show are out there um but they're beautiful they really are they're they're beautiful they're fantastic um just works of art I mean Guy knows how to work with tobacco and, and make cigars and age them and all that. But I tell you, he knows how to make he knows how to make packaging and, and ashtrays and stuff like that too. I mean, it's he's got quite the eye for detail. He, you got to give it to him. He's a, yeah. he's a brilliant guy. Yeah, there's an
2: yeah there's an elegance about um, everything that he he does. Um, so those absolutely. yeah the Byron ashtrays came out this year, but limited uh, uh, the the Atabay ashtray, which is a that rectangular or square sorry. Square ashtray. Uh that was limited, so that that really only went to lounges. We we sold some of the Byron ashtrays that came out. Um but uh but some of the ashtrays that were on display haven't uh haven't really made it to market yet.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully uh we see more of that stuff hit the market in the future. It's uh yeah. it's it's really cool stuff. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, um before you go, you know, I know we've talked about PCA. I know you have something coming out of PCA. It sounds like you have multiple things coming out of PCA. But, um, you know, you guys have also exhibited, not so much with Selected, more so as a focus on the United brands. But um, are you guys going to be exhibiting at TPE in 24, being so close to the, uh, to the trade show now being in March?
2: Yeah, so we'll, we'll be at TPE this year or next year, 2024. Um, and TPE was always a, a United uh, show. Right, so we, we displayed more of the United products. Uh, 2024, we have the United booth uh, again. Um, we won't be seeing Nelson uh, at the show this year because uh, there PCA. was a new... That PCA. Yep. Um, because there was the, the new, I think it's ETSA, uh, ESTA, uh, that, that passed in, in Spain. So if you were a Cuban-born uh, citizen in Spain, then you had to reapply for... A new visa, which could take up to a year. Uh, so, with the unknown, uh, he wasn't able to secure uh, booth space. But um, you know, PCA was great, and they said, you know, we understand that, and we'll honor you know everything for the the following year. But uh, we hope if everything passes uh, and he's able to do it ahead of time, he said he 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 does uh, he, he might be able to get that expedited, and you know maybe he can make the show, um, but uh, he won't have a, a booth. Uh, at this year's PCA.
1: So there won't be a uh, selected, there won't be a selected booth at PCA.
2: There won't be a selected tobacco booth. Oh, interesting.
1: Interesting.
2: Wow. Yeah, Because that new visa was going to take about a year. And if it was in July, then, you know, maybe, but, um, but when he was at this year, when it was at this year's show, there was a little bit of, of panic with, okay, are they going to be able to make it back? Um, because of the the new the new restrictions so
1: so will you yeah. guys be exhibiting his products in a united booth or just there won't be any selected mm-hmm. tobacco on display
2: We'll we'll have there there's some some new things that he had on display um, in his booth last year that that weren't available yet that should be available this year so we'll we'll probably have those displayed uh, okay, okay. But, um, but yeah to, to take all of his products to try to fit into the united booth is gonna be gonna be a challenge
1: yeah, and it's a shame. That's a beautiful booth too. I mean, it's yeah, it's like one yeah. of the highlights and, of the whole show. And it's a,
2: it's a lot of look. It's a, all manufacturers put in a, a lot of time, effort, and, and money into these these booths. So for him to and then storage, right? So you have to store it for a year. Um
1: and, so then for him then not to be able to use it, move it to New Orleans for twenty twenty five. I was gonna say we're moving it to right, New Orleans,
2: and, right? And then New Orleans for twenty twenty five. Yeah, wow.
1: and who
0: knows after that?
2: Right, right.
1: Yeah, we don't we we don't know what's gonna happen in 2026 yet, but uh, I'm I'm sure we'll bring you that information as soon as it's available. Uh, uh, guys, I'm looking at the time here, and um, we're getting towards the end of the show. I, I hate to cut it short. I, I really do. Oh. I I know, but um, we are running out of Great time, time here. Oliver. I know it's 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 tough. You know, it's you know, and Oliver's you know, it's always fun when he comes on the show. But um,
2: I appreciate you bringing me on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. There's always, there's always time for you, Oliver. And, uh, you've always been so good to us. So I want to thank you for your time, um, and everything that you do for us to help us do what we do. Um, and it's, it's always a blast. So thank you for being here tonight. I really appreciate yeah. it.
2: Thank you guys. Thanks. for uh, thanks for the time for allowing me to, you know, share some of the United, uh, United information and lines and, and appreciate, uh, you know, you guys smoking the, the United and, and red anchor with me tonight. And if, uh, if anybody wants in, you know, more information or, or things that are coming out uh, you know, on, on social media, we're at United Cigars. So check us out.
1: Give them a follow, guys. Don't miss out. Um, they got some great stuff. Sounds like they got some more tricks up their sleeve. We'll see. Is 2024 going to be another big year for United? Time will tell. But we'll let you know if it is. Uh, and with that, don't forget to go to tobacco.com for more news and updates and reviews from the cigar industry, all on the manufacturers as well as the upcoming trade shows and all of our end of the year stuff, which I promise we're working on. Um, And we'll probably see that stuff in January. So just stay tuned for that. And uh, I think that's going to do it for our show this week. There will be a spare notes this weekend. I don't think Coop will be with us, but it should just be me and Kevin um, unless anything changes and then there won't be, but uh, it might be uh, it might just be the two of us this weekend. So tune in for that. And uh, with that, we'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. Good night. Take care.
0: Have a good night. good night. Good night.
2: Thank you for spending your time with us at Smoking Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokingTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.